Previously on Tabletop Trouble. A man in a white robe with gold trim steps through this mob. Calm down, everyone. Lamira has brought them here so that they may cleanse us. Stand down, Father Gregor. They may be malefactors, but they still have the right to a trial. The guard captain looks at you and says, The Lord Regent must be in his study. I will make sure he's ready for you and fetch you shortly. Get these disgusting abominations out of my sight. Kill them, lock them in the jail, give them to the church, fuck if I care. We still want to hunt crazy bear monster that is killing people. You don't want us here. We don't want to be killed by mob. I might be open to an arrangement like that. And she leads you into the basement of this manor to a prison. And before long, you lose track of time. As minutes turn into hours, hours turn into days. Excuse me? It's been about a week. Arriving at the bottom of the stairs is the guard captain. We have to be quick about this. Merrick has sent word to the Inquisition. All of you head towards the north, leaving the rest of your caravan party behind you. As you guys move forward, you feel the ground shake. You see these glowing gold lights off in the distance and they begin to radiate a blue energy as the light shifts and it flashes and both of you are hit. Isaac, your arm, specifically where the infection has been growing, turns stiff and it is spreading rapidly up your arm. Not the infection, your arm is turning to stone. And as you let those words out, you freeze. (laughs) character <laughs> <laughs> it's not over for you okay i'm gonna i'm gonna pick isaac up he weighs like 700 pounds how the fuck does he wa- i'm he's made of stone, stone. Well, yeah. <sighs> why didn't you two run away okay, okay. nobody how- took the time to explain to me what happens how and then t- it didn't happen the fog begins to clear and before long you are standing in a clearing again can i see them yeah you can see the the rest of your party standing on the edge of the woods guys they got Isaac. What? No. Isaac. No. And I run back. One of the only people I've ever cared about. <laughs> help me carry him. I'm running back to go help. Apparently oh. stone is quite heavy. Oh, I'm going to cast telekinesis. And then I can just lift you. You just have unlimited strength? How does that work? Uh, creature, you can try to move a huge or smaller creature. Does that have a weight limit? Huge. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Huge. I guess, like, if it were alive, it would probably have to pass, like, a check or something, but you're uh, uh, Yeah, a I don't rock. really get a say in the matter right no. now. Yeah, I'd say that you could lift him up via telekinesis. That could require concentration. Oh, also, don't drop me. If he counts as an object, I can move up to a thousand pounds. Yeah, he would be an object. All right. <laughs> Works for me. Okay. I feel so objective. I only have ten minutes, so let's get a move on. Yeah, are we? We walk towards the manor. Yeah, you guys walk uh, up the direction towards the manor, and as you get there, you see this black sludge oozing from the foundation of this house, and the entire house appears to be infected with this illness, and you can see creatures of sludge slamming against the doors of this building, a veritable army of sludge monsters. 
Let's send Isaac in ahead. <laughs> okay, so there are a great deal of sludgy creatures in front of us. A couple dozen, yeah. Are we detectable by them? They haven't noticed you. Does it appear that they're entirely enveloping this building? I mean, just the ground level. It's a multi-story house. I cast Detect Magic to see if they're trying to focus their intent on anything that's coming from this house. Or is it all magical? There is something magical in this house, but it's almost as if whatever arcane signals it's putting off are being dampened. Is Isaac still magical? Like inside the stone? Can I sense his presence? I want to make sure he's okay. Yes. Isaac! Hey, if you can hear me in there, um, we're going to get you out. <laughs> can I hear that? No. <laughs> you can certainly try. Well, it's a cantrip, so I'm going to do it. Isaac, if you can hear this message... Tell me, what's your favorite snack? You hear this message, Isaac. <gasps> Does that mean every motherfucker who's a stone out there is still alive? <laughs> <laughs> the DM is smiling. Everybody's worried. There are so many of them. I still haven't been told if I can respond. You can. Oh, my mom made some really nice lemon squares. Guys, I just heard Isaac. He told me his mom likes lemon squares, which honestly sound kind of delish right now. I have no way to know if that's true or if you just made that up. We never discussed lemon squares before. I'm not lying to you. I don't believe you. I'm I a very do. truthful person. You tried to get a child to murder somebody earlier. But that was the truth. It's true. I was in stressful situations. You manipulated that, that young man. No, he's okay now. He Probably. lost his job. No, he's at the wall. He had a cushy the interior job and you put him on the frontier. She never <laughs> said he was alive working the wall. She said he's at the wall, which we don't know what their traditions. Okay, disregard. I heard Isaac. You want me to ask him <laughs> something only Kako knows? How would I know that? Okay, Kako, what's a qu what's something I only Isaac would know? Uh, if he likes me or not. Isaac, I cast message. Do you like Kako? P.S. You um, can tell me the truth. It's really dark in here. What's going on? Can he see? No. So you're frozen in stone. Also- Yeah, I gathered that much. Well, answer the question. Oh. Uh, I need them to believe me that you're still alive. I'm like I'm like 60-40 in favor. I'm going to go with a solid yes. He does like you. That's a lie. <laughs> as you guys are conversing, you hear a guttural screech as one of these creatures has turned its attention away from the uh -oh. building and has begun to run, kind of clamoring in your direction. Uh, I'm going to... Okay, quick. Uh, gonna... Set Isaac down gently. Uh, we need to battle. Uh, I yeet Isaac. No, or... do not yeet Isaac. <laughs> we right, we don't need to don't fight this. Do that. What? How are we not going to fight this? It's coming right at us and it's going... You two can fly, and I can make uh, myself and Lessa jump an insane amount. So you're amount. saying we just leave Isaac here? He's made of rock. What are they going to do to him? Isaac, Break I'll me. stay in touch. I know. Wait, where are you going? Good. You just chill out. If you need to message me, try to roll around a little bit as a rock. Uh, I cast jump on myself and Lessa, and then take a running jump at a second floor window. Okay. I fly can, up. Can Lessa make that jump? She's a dwarf, right? I certainly hope she can. <laughs> I want a polymorph. I polymorph into a giant eagle. No, <laughs> a vulture. How do we want to do this? We got Sukala the Vulture, and we got the two jumping Jack Flashes over there, and uh, we got Wiz flying. It's all right, guys. I'll hold down the for it. <laughs> Our giant paperweight. And are you going for a second-story window, a first-story window? Ideally, a second-story window. That's going to be quite the jump. 
Um, yeah. Second story window is probably about 30 feet. Can I make that? You can. Can you catch Lessa if she can't make it? Mm-hmm. How much can you carry while you fly? I mean, she's probably a pretty, you know... You can lift a weight in pounds up to 30 times your strength score. Yeah. You'd be able to lift her off the ground, at least for a short amount of time. Okay, then I'm going to lift Lessa off the ground and help her as she tries to jump up to the second story. Who's going through the window? I will go through the window. Okay. I will ca- I will careen through this window, taking the, taking the hit. And Sukala, you're just going to fly in afterwards? I'm going to circle a couple times. Okay. And then I will... <laughs> it's like your nature. Kind of make sure that the uh, slime monsters don't care about Isaac, and then I'll go in. Kako, this uh-huh. creature is running directly towards you as you begin to run and jump towards this <laughs> house. Uh, and as you get closer to this building, as you prepare to jump, more of these creatures turn their attention towards you, and Lessa is trailing right behind you as you both leap over these creatures and towards a window on the second story of this building. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay. That's an 11, Chief. You hurl yourself through this window, (laughs) and as you do, you sustain multiple cuts across your body as the glass cracks and you tumble through this window. But you have successfully made it. Can I also land on one knee doing kind of like like a ha victory pose? Make an acrobatics check for me. That's a 20. Yeah. So you leap through this window, uh, shattering the glass and, and cutting yourself in the process. But as you tumble, you do uh, you land on one knee and strike a pose. While bleeding profusely. Like, <laughs> it's your multiple cuts. Oh, yeah. How much damage he do you He meant to do that. <laughs> uh, you are going to take seven points of damage. Peanuts. I got it. Peanut. Do I need to strength save to get me and less up? Uh, or- let me see how Lessa's jump is first. She's going to really need to yeet herself over this. Please succeed, Lessa. Lessa leaps pretty adeptly through the air. You've never seen a dwarf sail quite (laughs) as gracefully as Lessa did, but you can still tell she's going to come up short. Oh, okay. I dive underneath her and try to scoop her up and uh, fly through the window with, like, tucking in and rolling. Thanks to Lessa's impressive jump, you don't need to roll anything. You kind of just grab her, and she feels kind of weightless as she has propelled herself mostly through the air. And uh, you both go through this window, and you see Kako striking a pose in the middle of the room. Sukala, you are circling above the uh, building watching these creatures. As everyone has left the ground, they kind of just stare at you, and they watch you circling in the sky, their heads moving to match your rotation. I would like to mess with them a little bit. Do these slime monsters look humanoid? Yes. Maybe it's better you turn to stone. I want to do some zigzags. They follow you for a couple minutes and then turn their attention back towards the house. Alright, I'm going to go in the house. Yeah. You land in the room that uh, Kako, Lessa, and Wiz have landed in. Are you transforming back? Still a vulture. As you look around this room, it's very different than the outside of this building. This room is immaculate, except for all the broken glass. But as you notice that broken glass, you hear like a a tinking sound as three little baseball-sized automatons crawl out from the darkness and begin to pick up pieces of glass and walk it over to a pile and just put it in this pile. And they walk back and forth picking up these pieces of glass, not really paying any attention to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some of the bigger chunks out of myself and just throw them at this pile. Yeah, they, <laughs> as, you, as you throw bloody glass onto the ground, uh, one of the automatons begins to absorb some of this blood in order to clean it up off of the floor. 
Now they're like little cockos because they have all of your DNA. Oh no. <laughs> My metal boy! Not this again. You still have the babies. <laughs> yeah, you, these are your babies now. No. This room looks to be a study. You can see one of the walls has been converted into a large blackboard with notes scribbled on it. Uh, there's a, a desk filled with papers and books, and different kinds of books line the shelves of the walls of this room. That said, besides the automatons, it doesn't look like anyone's been in here in a while. Guys, I'm going to yell at Phineas again. Would you like me to go into a different room to do that? No, wait to yell this time. How about that? I screech. Okay, bird screeching is fine for now, I guess. I'm going to study the blackboard to the best of my smartness ability. Make a wisdom check for me. A wisdom <laughs> Of course. <laughs> That's who I am. Oh. Just straight wisdom? Just wisdom. Okay, that is a 10. You look over this blackboard and it appears to be notes on different types of diseases and different kinds of antibiotics and magical uh, abilities that might offset the sicknesses. But, it, I mean, it's, it might as well be French to you. Mm. Mm. Are you proficient in French? Nope. <laughs> I might as well be. Anything in the desk? Can I investigate it real quick, shuffle through, see if there's any important notes or books? Like a big scribbling, like, I've done this. <laughs> nothing so to the point. Okay, nothing so obvious. Um, you do see uh, a lot of these books on this desk are written by the same person, and they're written by one Layla <gasps> Anguir. Oh, it's written by Layla. Can I take a book? Yeah, you pick up a book, um, and one of the automatons walks over to you and puts its little arms on your, your leg and shocks you. <laughs> Rude. It's um, not anything like strong. It's just like I'm a little taste. I'm resistant to lightning damage, so good, <laughs> good luck. They can keep shocking me. All right. Um, and this little automaton sees that it's it's having no effect on you, and nice throws try. its arms down like and goes to clean up glass again. Yeah. <laughs> good uh, try, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna discreetly poke my head out the door to see if there's anything else outside this room. The door, as you go to try it, is stuck. Like, can I tell if it's barred, or if it's locked, or if it's just kind of jammed? Not just by looking at it. By jiggling it? I mean, it doesn't. it's stuck. Oh. I well, kick it as hard as I can? You kick this door, and you can feel it kind of splinter under your foot. And you can see uh, a footprint left in the center of the door as the door has kind of caved forward. So we can escape if we have to. If the room starts suddenly flooding or catches fire or something. But that is the only exit in this room. Uh, Do you want to cast Mending and like fix the door? Or? You can yet. see the little automatons kind of like scrambling, running around, trying to pick up the splinters and, and climbing up this wall to try and fix this door. Aww. Not too much avail, though. Can either of you think of anything clever we could do here? Or should I just start shouting? You should just start shouting. Phineas! Your voice echoes through this room and out the window. But there's no response. I join in with my loud vulture shrieking. There's still no response. Okay, so I'm actually going to try and kick the door down now. It, it doesn't put up any more resistance as you kick it down. And <laughs> splinters go flying everywhere. The automatons run out to this mess that you have made, but stop at the doorframe. And kind of defeatedly wave their arms as they can't move past this. I'm going to kind of like scoot all of the splinters into the doorframe. 
They, yeah, they pick up the splinters and rapidly bring them back to the bin that they've been taking all the refuse to. Uh, what is in this hallway? This hallway, unlike the room that you were just in, is covered in dust. Mm. There is a staircase um, that leads down into the lower levels of the room, and then another door across from you. But everything in this room has that slick oil look to it that the town had. You can see above the stairs at the very end of the hallway is a painting of a man and a a woman. Uh, The woman is beautiful, and and you can tell that she has an air of confidence about her, but the man she is standing next to is very scrawny and snivelly looking. His eyes are kind of obscured by his glasses, and as you look at it, you can see that the oil has made the paint run and kind of obscure both of them a little bit. I guess we try the next door over. I'm going to take the painting. <laughs> it's, it's huge. Uh, it, I mean, you can if you would like, but the painting is like three foot by six foot portrait. But yeah, can I like roll it up or something? Yeah. Put it in my bag? Just yeah. cut it out and roll it up. Yeah, you, yeah. you take a knife and, and just cut it out of I, the painting. I just cut out her from the painting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just cut the woman out of this painting. My, another one of my flaws is I'm enthralled with anything beautiful and I try to <laughs> be beautiful like it, so. By destroying it. <laughs> no, I just want her. I, I give a very gentle approving screech. <laughs> now the, a bird. The, I forgot. Even though nothing has changed, it has a much sadder connotation now that he's standing in the painting alone. Aww. Don't give me that sad bird face, alright? Listen. You want me to put it back now that I tore it up? I gesture with my beak towards the man. Fine. I leave the picture now that I've already destroyed it. You kind of unroll it back onto the, the wall, no. and as you let go, it just falls down. I I shake my little vulture head and, like, peck at the man. I don't know what you mean, and I leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, no one speaks bird. I start cutting out the man with my beak. It takes you quite a while because you're a bird and not Take them both. Tools. Fine. I've ruined this picture, but I take both of them and I cast mending. Okay, yeah, you... <laughs> it takes a while because you've got to, like, mend it all the way down. I'd say you take about three minutes to fully mend this painting back to one piece. I just didn't want him to be alone. I wasn't saying fix it, but if that's what makes your guilt, go away. There's no guilt. I just don't know what this bird's saying to me right now. I don't speak bird. I preen myself. I'm going to kick down the other door. (laughs) You uh, kick down this other door and it just like pops open (laughs) and like slams against the the wall and then slams back shut. (laughs) What's Lessa doing? She's just looking around in awe at all the stuff that is happening in this building. Lessa, don't touch anything with black sludge. She has her like finger out to touch the wall and she pulls it back. Yeah. Lessa, I think I have a book that would be very instructional for you. Um, This is how to make an intimidating entrance by myself. Was it intimidating when the door shut again? (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about the uh, the first door I kicked down. Oh, no, that was cool. Yeah, and then also breaking in the glass. I think that was quite impressive myself. If vultures can cackle, I'm cackling. Uh, That was fucking hilarious. For everyone's information, you would also be spooked if your house uh, suddenly opened and then shut. I open the door and walk in. (laughs) Yeah, you open the door to this room, and this appears to be a leisure room. There are several couches lining the walls, as well as bookshelves filled with mostly fiction stories and and tales and fables. Uh, There's a fireplace at the very center of this room uh, with another painting, but this painting is just of the woman that you saw previously, and she is surrounded by a halo of flowers. 
Is this room also destroyed in the manner that the hallway is? Yes. It is also rotting like the rest of the house. There is a grand piano in the corner of this room, and written in the dust of the wall is a note. What does it say? Like carved into the wall? Um, No, it's more like someone just hurriedly like scratched into the dust and the thick muck of this wall to leave a message. Like on a car window, you just take your finger and you write "fuck" and somebody's. Back so window. Bastard's gonna be dead. You know, that's the perfect example that most people are going to relate to on this podcast. You know, I, I thought so. It's, it's like, like when you whitewash me on a car that's really dirty. What's a car? I, I was speaking to our audience. Oh, wait, I'm a bird. Caca. Wait, what did vultures sound like? And this note reads, Hiding in my cage, memories effaced by time. As you lay, I age. Mm. Oh good, his last note was a fucking riddle. Lessa, do me favors. If you ever should go mysteriously missing, please be direct and to the point with your uh, missing letters. (laughs) (laughs) I'm missing, you know, it would just be that easy. I'm missing, vampire took me. It's super easy. I assume the last line refers to his wife, because he still lives on, but she's she's in the dirt. Yeah. Wiz, as you look at this message, some of the words are written differently. What do you mean? Like in a different language? Can I read it? Most of this poem is written in lowercase, except for the words cage, effaced, and age. Ah, it's the CIA. Hot Nicholas Cage. Can I take a second to write this down? No, there's no pausing in this podcast. Yeah, fuck the editor (laughs) who has to listen back to all this. That's you. Yeah, I know it is. Can I just, like, go back out into the hallway and look down the stairs? Seeing this this note written on the wall, you poke your head back into the hallway and peek down the stairs. It appears to be an entryway. You can see more doors leading into other rooms of the house at the bottom. And on either side of the great double doors that lead into this building, you can see a set of, like, stained glass windows. And you can see dark figures moving on the other side of these stained glass windows. Do they look like they're reinforced in any way? They are being banged on, and they're not, like, giving way to the weight that's on the other side. Of being banged on, like, aggressively? Yes. Oh, like they're actually trying to get in and they just can't? Yes. Okay. Well, the thing I can kind of notice about it is, uh, I mean, cage and age rhyme. This is kind of like a haiku, so Mm. we're smart sometimes. I'm not going to expect you guys to figure it out without using your character skills and stuff. Um, our skills... If it's an Isaac skill, I'm going to be real pissed because he got himself frozen. I wouldn't think of a puzzle that just had one thing. Can I do an arcana check to see if this like rings any bells, magically speaking? It doesn't. It doesn't, okay. Can I transmute the wall into a different material and make it tell me its secrets? (laughs) Not as a bird. I unbird. Not as a human. I am still on Wiz's shoulders, and I might kill him. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you untransform and fall to the ground. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Yeah, you tumble to the ground uh, and manage to like catch yourself on your feet as you fall off of Wiz's shoulder. Wiz, you are kind of taken aback, but for the most part, her weight just kind of rolls off of you. Oh, uh, how tall are you? Uh, five nine. Oh no. Uh, I almost killed you. 
I got it. It's notes on a piano. Piano sitting right in front of it. I'm going to play the notes as they're spelled. You go over to this piano. Um, I'm a and, musician. And the yes. music. <laughs> I wrote musically inclined on it. I was like, I I don't know. Is it? You walk over to the piano and you do recognize that all the capitalized words are musical notes. And you go over and you begin to play this song. As you click the final note, you hear a click and the piano begins to play itself and you hear it play a small tune. And as it plays its final note, the fireplace shifts out of its space, revealing a small ladder that leads down somewhere into the dark. Um, I kind of peer down into there, and I'm going to cast Dancing Lights and kind of illuminate the tunnel. This tunnel is different than the rest of the house. The shaft that leads down into this dark room is made entirely out of metal, and the ladder is kind of just bars that that go down deep, and it goes to an all-metal floor at the bottom. Mm. Um, but you can't see much of anything. Going back to Isaac for a second, what's the range in your telekinesis? Do you think we might be able to just like pick him up from the window and bring him here? I don't think he's going to fit down this shaft <laughs> without being like able to bend down. Not um, with that attitude. How do you feel about losing both your arms? Your arms are what started this. Yeah, I mean, at least one of them could go. No. I've been saying it this whole time. Uh, it's a 60-foot range. I'm going to um, start going down the ladder. Yeah, I'm going to follow behind. Jump. You guys above. head I'm gonna down. check in on Isaac real quick before I start getting too far out of range. Are you okay, Isaac? Do, 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 do. Oh, hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Isaac, for you, it, it feels like just seconds ago that you were being talked to. Yeah. Uh, did you need something? Oh, no, it, it's good. I just want to make sure uh, everything's fine. Yeah. Let me uh, know if you feel like something's like nibbling on your toes or something. All right, bye. Ta-da. And then I start heading down. Uh, you all head down this metal shaft, and as you do, the echoes of each footstep as you head down this ladder reverberate off this shaft. I levitate echo. down. <laughs> okay, Wiz level levitates down. Everybody else's footsteps reverberate <laughs> off of this shaft. And as you I get- just like fucking with the DM. I'm sorry, audience. I should have stayed a bird. And as you get to the bottom of this shaft, you find yourself standing in a long metal hallway with a vault door on the very end. And there are several metal shelves that line each of the rooms with various objects on them. Do any of them look like they could come alive and kill me? The shelves? Uh, any of the <laughs> objects on the shelves. As you walk closer to the shelves, it's very dark, but with your dark vision, you can see what appears to be a small metal bear head. And as you step closer to it, its eyes glow yellow. And it says, Viral threat detected in this vicinity. My name is Teddy Triage, and I'm here to help stop the spread of infection. The light you see is harmless, and you will feel no pain. I promise in no time, we will find a cure. Okay, I'm going to take a, a fat step back, and then I'm going to just rear back and shout, Phineas! And as you step back, more of these bear heads on the wall behind you light up and repeat the same message in unison. Viral threat detected Viral in this vicinity. My name is Teddy Triage, and I'm here to help stop the spread of infection. The light you see is harmless, and you will feel no pain. I promise in no time, we will find a cure. In a creepy, tiny chorus. What's with Phineas and bears? I get the impression he's trying to make like a Healy robot to go out and heal people. Mm -hmm. Why did he pick one of the most menacing creatures occurring in the natural world? 
Because only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> because Phineas is a furry. Oh, oh no. no. That's what this is, isn't it? We just stumbled on this poor guy's persona. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Can I inspect these bear heads a little bit closer and see, like, what kind of mechanism they work off of? If they're all, like, operating off of the same unit or, like, I don't know, if there's some kind of, like, AI... As you walk over to these bears, you can pick them up and they continue their chant um, and their eyes glow, but they don't flash like the the big bear did. And as you turn them around, you can see the inner workings of each of these bears, and they're like tiny pieces, almost like smaller than you would imagine someone would be able to work with. And there's no discerning how they're powered just by looking at them. Hmm. Or he shrunk himself and he worked on the bear's... Uh, I want to go inspect this door. Yeah, as you walk towards this door, you see in the darkness in one of the corners, glowing eyes light up, and you see something shuffle its way towards you, and it's a cute little teddy bear. And it repeats the same message that the other bears repeated. Viral threat detected in this vicinity. My name is Teddy Triage, and I'm here to help stop the spread of infection. The light you see is harmless, and you will feel no pain. I promise in no time, we will find a cure. And it holds its arms out in a hug. I smack it to the ground. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you smack this teddy bear to the ground, and it looks at you and says, There's no need to resist. Teddy triage is here to help. This is horrifying. You tried Jet to make vomit. something cute, and none of us liked it. <laughs> I'm gonna He's not trying to make I it ever cute. Made I was going to say, no. He's trying to make the most terrifying thing possible. I think I like it. I want to pick up Teddy, and I'm going to give him a hug. Yeah, you pick up the teddy bear and you give it a hug and its fur is very soft, like super Aww. soft to the touch. And in fact, it's very pleasant to, to hold this little automaton. Yeah, Until so the small needles and syringes come out and stab you. No. And it just repeats its message, chirping happily as it does. But you can tell it it's only programmed to say those two things. Can you take us to Phineas? It repeats its message. I, I set it back down and I tap it on the head. As you tap it, it saunters through this room, just kind of patrolling. All right. Wait, patrolling where? Can I follow it? Just to the end of this hallway, and then it walks back, and then it walks back. Okay. Like a Roomba. Okay. Is there any other rooms down here? Just this giant vault door. Okay. Well, we can pass through the vault with Sukala's help. You still have that spell? Oh, yeah, the make a door wherever the fuck I want spell. That would be my last fifth level spell. Oh. I mean, I can, but we could also, like... Kind of blow it up. I'm gonna. You know, I'm not a very like blow up kind of person, but oh, go ahead, Kako. I'm, I'm gonna ask Alyssa for my axe back real quick. Uh, yeah, here you go. Okay, I'm gonna take the blunt side of it, and I'm just gonna start smacking the door. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you. Oh, you're knocking. You yeah. smack. That's it, a good idea. And you knock on the back of this door, and it rings out through this room. But you can hear a voice begin to fill the room you're in, and it says, what, 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 who, who is that? Who, who has made it to, to, to this room? This room is top secret. Not secret enough. Let me in. Yeah, you wrote the password on the wall. Um, anyway, <laughs> you want to I wrote that in, I wrote that in case of emergency if someone needed me. Oh, well, we need, we need we, you. We need you. It's an emergency. Help. Are you sick? I can't have this room contaminated. Nah. No, the sick one, the sick one is now a stone man outside. Yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. He already got frozen. Wait a minute. He's, he's a stone man? Yes. What are you talking about? Well, you have a giant bear. Or you're Phineas, right? Oh, hey. 
open the door and we will finish this conversation face to face. I don't think I like your tone. I don't think I will open the door as long as you're yelling hey, at me. Man. Open the door, please. It's gonna be okay. We just need you to open the door for us. No bad things will happen. No harsh <laughs> feelings, even though you kind of ruined the town. And uh, we'll just walk in. You'll we'll have a nice conversation. We would have brought snacks, but... If you're going to ramble on, I will open the door just so that you will be quiet and move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Come on, open And you hear like a click, 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 click. And this door wails as it opens. And as you, you look inside, it's, it appears to be mostly a panic room that he has kind of turned into a lab. He has a much larger version of the teddy bears in front of him that he is currently working on trying to figure out a way to basically fight back against this infection. And you can see in cages along some of the, the walls of this room behind glass are more of those slime creatures. Mm. Mm. Am I committing a crime just by being in the same room as you? Uh, that depends on uh, which military you might be working for. <laughs> I mean, no, absolutely not. Does it Everything look like here is above board. Uh, nope. No, that's because we're with the inspection uh, court. We're here to... What, the fire marshal? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Your, your room and everything else is covered in like slime and oil. This is a big hazard code and we're going to have to write you up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joshing with you, man, and I give him a big slap on the shoulder. Anyway, he kind of rubs his shoulder as if you've hurt him. Um, and he's a very scrawny man who... I have negative one strength. There's no way this I could This guy would have, him. like, negative three. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, like, a negative one constitution. <laughs> it seems uh, you've been working hard or hardly working down here. I can't tell the difference. I've been working here for, well, actually, I don't know how much time has passed. It's kind of very hard to keep track of days down here. Enough time to ruin a village and start a cult. I did not ruin any village. What the hell are you talking about? Well, your giant robotical uh, bear thing is cutting a village off from the world. You must be mistaken. Teddy Triage, he only serves to stem the flow of an infection before a cure can be found. Oh. Ah, well, something went fucky, because it's uh, attacking. Well, no, he, he is just freezing people, but everybody's infected, so everybody's frozen. His patrol pattern should only be to circle the house. No. Nope. Mm-mm. Your shit's broken. Something must have happened. Yeah. Yep. And it definitely happened <laughs> well, before no shit, it definitely happened before somebody shot lightning into it. Well, <laughs> Teddy Triage is fully insulated in case of any lightning storms. Ah, okay. Yep. Yeah, I figured that one out pretty damn quick. <laughs> I mean No, you know what? I did. I tried to kill your fucking bear. But he's it so hurt. lovable. We it hurt try. me. No, he's not really that nice. No. He kind of speaks in like a weird code. Nobody likes him. Someone must have damaged his, his voice modulator. Oh. Anyway, go fix it. I, I will not. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you need more? If I leave this safety of this lair and I'm not able to piece together some kind of cure, the whole world is doomed. How's this cure working out for you so far? Well, if you look at my specimen, it's not. All right, then... <laughs> Your argument doesn't make much sense now, does it? Get out there and fix that fucking bear. You don't have any leads, man? Like, on what you're gonna do to stop it? Do you know how it started? I, I don't. Everyone's been looking to me to, to follow in Layla's footsteps, but I'm not Layla. I never was. Automation was all I was ever good at. I've been trying to study Layla's notes to try and figure something out, but I'm gonna be honest, I don't understand half of it. 
So what I'm hearing here is that necromancy is still on the table. Hey, all right, forget the necromancy thing. All right, just drop it. <laughs> Your friend it. might be onto something. <laughs> I, no, I, look, as much as I don't to want bears. to... <laughs> anyway, the Inquisition is on their way here, and they're going to fuck your town over, twice over, well, actually. that would be one way to cure the plague if there were nothing left to spread it. Right, but... I mean, I don't just... I mean, your townspeople are definitely not um, the happiest of people, but I also don't want the Inquisition coming in here and just, like, killing all these people for no reason other than to cure sickness. Yes, that would definitely eat the baby. It's a, it's a phrase. It's like, you know, it's all water under the bridge. That would definitely eat the baby is, like, a new saying. I'm not familiar with the lingo these kids it'll, are using It'll catch days. on, yeah, it'll catch on. I still don't understand what you want me to do. You want me to trudge out into the wilderness, try to turn off a rampaging machine? Can't you do it, like, remotely Yes, at least so the townspeople can escape with their lives. Of course! I could deactivate it remotely. And he, he digs through uh, a couple of his drawers, throwing bits and bobs and tools and wrenches all over the place. And he pulls out a, a metal box with a red button on it. <laughs> if you get close enough to Teddy Triage and push this button, it, it would shut down. That would work. Can I have that? He hands it to you. Sure. I don't need it. Um, what questions do we have for this guy? He seems like a real loser. Um, I'm <laughs> saying this out loud. Uh... <laughs> There's not much I think we can actually do for him slash he can do for us. I mean, Other than, you know, could Teddy unpetrify somebody before we shut him down? Is there a reversal button? If you brought me the focusing crystals that power Teddy Triage's eyes, I could probably reverse anyone who was petrified. I don't suppose there are any other focusing crystals in any of those other teddy bears somewhere around this building. No, they, they were the only one. I was still working on the miniaturization project when the outbreak happened. Oh, why didn't you just make another big one? All my pieces were in the big one. Hmm. So we have to go shut down Teddy, take his eyes, bring him back to Phineas, and then we can get Isaac back. Do you know the best way to um, kill the sludge monsters without getting infected? Uh, well... Time? Eventually, they'll turn into their own sludge pools. I've determined that this is a parasite of some description. It burrows itself deep into its victims and slowly takes over its body until eventually it, it disintegrates what is left of the human remains and spreads out to find new food. Yes, but they're currently in front of your front door. Oh, it, my house is well fortified, as is this safe room. We all eventually turn into piles of sludge, <laughs> oh. given time. He doesn't seem too concerned about it, so honestly, we should just go save Isaac right now. Mm -hmm. You got the button? Yes. You should definitely go see the captain of the guard as soon as you are able. Uh, she said something uh, very pleasant about seeing you again. I, I already told you I'm not leaving this lab until I have a way to stop this infection. Okay. I'll be sure to tell her exactly how when I get here. close are you? I'm not very close. Honestly, I just wish Layla was here. She would be able to, to figure this out in... No time. Lessa, mm. do you know anything about medicine? Uh, no, I mean, I know a little bit what, a, what I picked up from my mom, but um, that was mostly like poultices and stuff. I don't think there's going to be a rub you can put on this. No, but do you think you could maybe like just go upstairs and read all of this man's wife's books? Uh, I, you want me to sit in a, in a room by myself and read books all day? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Here, these are quite heavy. I'm also going to leave my books. You know, just, just 
want to read some more. Asshole. <laughs> All right, team, let's roll out. Save Isaac. Autobots. <laughs> Teddy bots. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another captivating segment of the Bounty Board. I'm your Dungeon Master Ceremonies, Mike. And this is the part of the show where I interrupt all the stuff you're actually here for in order to plug our stuff. It's going to be a pretty quick one because it's been an uneventful couple of weeks besides me missing another deadline. Sorry about that. I am working on it. I promise. Besides that, there isn't much to report except that we just passed 200 downloads. That's insane. It feels like just the other day we passed 100. So we're super grateful for all the support. Of course, that wouldn't have been possible without listeners like you sharing the show and using the hashtag TroublePod or tweeting at us at Tabletop Trouble on Twitter or even rating the show on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. We're still looking into ways to pay you guys back for sharing the show. So tweet at us if you have an idea and we'll see what we can do. Seriously, we're beyond ecstatic for the support you're showing us. Thank you. All right, shameless plug out of the way. Time for the not-so-shameless one, where I thank the awesome musician Andromeda for our theme music. The track is called Light Years From Home, and if you like what you hear, check them out at andromeda.bandcamp.com. That's enough of the plugs. Let's get back into the adventure. I'll see you guys in, like, a year when I finish episode 6. Just kidding. It, It won't be that long. I hope. I'm levitating I mean, back up the well. Uh, you guys head up the the shaft towards the rest of the house and find yourselves back in this music room. We lead Lessa back up the stairs where she goes to the study room. Mm-hmm. I believe this was Layla's room. Yeah. yeah. You leave Lessa in Layla's room to study the medicine. And what are you guys going to do? Um, so I, think- I leave her some snacks. Yeah, she ooh, she begins to read and eat snacks. I'm going to strike time. a very statuesque pose. Wow, good job. <laughs> hey, Wiz, I have a question. Yeah, man, what's up? Did you have the snacks while we were in jail? No, they were in my, my bags that they took from us. <laughs> we weren't even in the same jail cell. You could have thrown me a bag of Cheez-Its. There was no Cheez-Its in my pocket. Also, what's a I don't think they're Cheez-Its. I'm going to take some rope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Lessa one end of it. I'm going to say secure that. Uh, and then I'm just going to like rappel down the side of the house and okay. jump away from the, the flashy monsters. You can do this pretty easily. Okay. Um, they are going to turn their attention towards you as you land on the ground, though. And then I want her to pull the rope back up. Yeah, she pulls the rope back up. Uh, I fucking run. <laughs> Make an athletics check for me. Oh. <laughs> A six. Uh, you are running through this, away from this house, and the f- ground is kind of like sludgy and rotten beneath your feet. And as you take a step, you slip and you lose your footing and have to like clamor yourself up as these slime creatures gain on you. Looking at Kako trying to make his grand escape, I'm going to look at him as he trips and falls. The slimes that are following him, I'm going to chain lightning on them. You levitate up to the roof and lightning bolts in the direction of Kako, who is running away. And what kind of save is that? These guys can't have very high stats, you know? They're, they're basically just big piles of flesh. Yeah, decks. Not even that, really. They're mostly like sludge at this point. Oh, sweet. What's the spell save, DC? 15. Yeah, they fail. <laughs> okay, 31. 31. 
Uh, yeah, you fire this lightning bolt, and it, it rips across this open field between the graveyard and the house. I do need Kako to make a deck save real quick, uh, with disadvantage, because you've stumbled onto the ground. <laughs> lightning ignites flammable objects in the area uh, as it travels, perhaps, as well. That's a one. Ooh! Another one? That's a now one. You got what, two what's now it with ones. your deck save? With my deck save? It's a six. Yeah, still doesn't beat a 15. How much damage was that? 31. 31. Jesus. Yeah, this lightning rips across the ground and through each of these uh, these creatures, and they kind of just pop into sludge and bone as the lightning connects with them. But it rips across all the way to you, Kako, and you are struck by this lightning, and you take the full force of that damage. Mm. It's a good thing I didn't empower that. I'm just imagining him like doing the... Like cartoon, like turning back and forth between like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Like, sorry, I was trying to help. I'm okay. Seems to happen when I'm around. <laughs> a puff of smoke like just coughs out of your mouth. Um, is Isaac still on the ground? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's still standing there in his pose, and these sledge creatures uh, aren't paying any attention to him. I'm casting a message to Isaac. <laughs> uh, Isaac, I know. Uh. You're looking great. Um, we're going to get you out of there. We just have to go grab some eyeballs, and then you'll be okay. Eyeballs? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, man. All right. See you later. And I hang up the uh, phone. Okay. How are you getting down, Sukala? Oh, good. I'm glad someone realized I was still in the house just watching all of this in horror. <laughs> I'm still on top of the roof as well. I guess I'm just going to, like, shimmy down a rope down the side of the building. And then... I'm going to gently float to the ground. And I'd be like, Lissa, try to board up the window. Put something in front of it. Did they learn to fly? You never know. Uh, okay. Did you see World War Z? No, you didn't, because no one watched that pile of garbage, but they did climb on top of each other. Don't worry, I took care of most of them down oh, here. Yeah. You the should be good. Just be me. careful. Okay. Um, and you hear something like scooting as she moves uh, like a bookshelf <laughs> in front of the way. Okay. Just what these automatons are really trying to push this thing back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Uh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> but she does get it in place. I'm gonna float. You guys are standing in this open field. Most of the slime monsters that were paying attention to Kako have exploded, but you can see, like, the puddles of slime twitching as they are, like, converging back together. No, I blew you up. <laughs> Stop that. I think the quickest way to find it is maybe start shouting that we're infected, and then... No, that's probably not a good I mean, idea with the townspeople looking for us, trying you, to kill us, too. You could always do that thing we did the first time and just go fly and look for it. Yeah, I could go fly. I got one more spell for the day to go fly around, so I could do that. It's kind of dark out, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go fly and look around for the bear. Uh, you guys stay here. Try to watch the house. Fly away! Yeah, you fly high up into the sky in order to try and get a good look at the countryside to try and see where it is. So fucking high! <laughs> it doesn't take you very long to actually find the location of this, uh, this creature, because it hasn't really moved much since you last saw it. Oh, it's as still, like, in the cemetery? As you fly high up into the sky, you can see on the other side of the cemetery near the woods uh, more of that smoke pouring into the woods and into the cemetery. I'm gonna fly down back to Kaka and be like, here, hand me that button. He's over by the the side of the woods okay. where we were before. So we'll head over there. If you hand me the button, I'll go over and I'll try to shut him down Okay. so he doesn't move. I transfer the button. Okay. And I fly up again uh, over to him and I try to get within range and I'm just like button mashing. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, so. How close are you getting to Teddy triage? Um, I mean, I'm just going to keep mashing it until I'm close enough where I hear it shut down. You fly directly towards this creature and you get closer and closer and closer mashing this button. And as you get up right to it, you hit that button and nothing happens. And it turns towards you and repeats its threat from all the other times that you have encountered it. Uh-oh. This button was supposed to work. And it looks at you and flashes its eyes. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. No, Mike. It was, it was actually a charging button. Lie to me. Dexterity? So 15? Uh, yeah, you are actually just able to dodge out of the way of these Ooh. eyes. As you fly around this creature, you can see a wildling axe buried into the back of this creature, and it is severing several of the components that were controlling this creature. Goddamn wildlings. Um, God damn it. Could I try to fly around and, like, unwedge the axe? And see if I can get into the wiring to, like, stop it. You could, but it, it's going to be difficult. How close are you guys? How close are my friends? We're running up. Hey, I know you. Got, I told you guys to come over here because I was going to shut off the machine. But yeah, so one of the stoners actually broke it and now it can never turn off. But we just need to try to distract it while one of us can get inside and try to shut it down internally. So you want... Kako to come distract it. He's bait. Yeah. All right, works for me. Come on, Kako. That's not what I said. All right. Yeah, you guys run through the cemetery. And as you do, you can see that several of the, these graves have been dug up recently. And as you are running through the, the cemetery, you can see people in similar garb to the robe that the priest was wearing. But they're petrified, wielding shovels and digging tools, just frozen. Are the bodies still in the graves? This is some juicy dirt we've got on the people. Yeah, most of the bodies are are still in the graves. So they were just grave robbing. They were looking for something by the looks of it. Mm. Hey, you know what? I think they were going to steal my idea and try and resurrect the lady. You know, you have been shouting necromancy all night, so (laughs) it's just... uh, And hey, guess what? Now, when all this is taken care of, we can take these these in stoned people down to the village and show, hey, your priest men are fucky. <laughs> all right, man. Well, we'll do that. Definitely. Yeah. Also, I'm flying in the sky trying to avoid this robot killing me right now. <laughs> Tukala and Kako, you run through this cemetery and you finally see the fog. And as you run into it, you see the great metal bear that you fought previously. And it's repeating the threat over and over again, kind of frantically, as Wiz flies around it. And you can see it shining its light, attempting to stun Wiz. But Wiz is, like, deftly dodging out of the way each time. And I need you guys to roll initiative. Oh, no. Oh, good. Seven for Wiz. Uh, 15 for Kako. And Tukala? 19. Okay, up first is Teddy Triage. He reaches his hand out and smacks at you, Wiz, as you fly by. That's a hit. And as this big metal paw swipes you out of the sky, you are falling towards the ground at a pretty rapid rate. Is fly concentration? Yes. Well, it rolled 18 damage, so you have to roll higher than 18. No. Then you fall to the ground and are smacked out of the sky by this bear, and you drop your spell, and you fall about 30 feet. 
uh, and take another eight points of falling damage. Uh, and then it turns its attention towards Yukako and Sukala, and it begins to charge its eyes. Uh, all right, so I cast Elemental Bane, um, and Big Boy needs to make a constitution save. Uh, that's a 21. Fuck, nothing happens. Kako, you're up. I'm going to cast Lightning Arrow. Okay. And I'm going to throw my javelin at the motherfucker's eyes. Okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, my God. That is your third, oh, not one. It's like a different time. No, that's... <laughs> no. There, we're audience. This is We're looking at two natural ones. Okay, so I roll a nat one. This is like his fourth but nat one. But still takes... Even if you don't hit? Or even if I miss, he still takes 2d8 damage. 2d8 what damage? Lightning damage. He takes no damage. Fuck, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) You hurl your javelin and it disappears into the brush of the woods. And it's it's missing. Thank God it's just a stick, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just your walking stick. (laughs) A pointy, pointy stick. Wiz, you're up. Alright, so what I'm going to try to do... Is I'm going to cast Ice Storm at 5th level, and I'm going to try to freeze it so it slows down a little bit. So, Ice Storm. A hail of rock-hard ice pounds to the ground at a 20-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range. Each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Hailstones turn the ice uh, storm's area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. Uh, it fails. I mean, it's a big-ass machine. I can't imagine it's got high dexterity. Yeah, it has, it has very low dexterity. Ooh, that was good. So for bludgeoning, 18 damage, and then uh, 46 should be for cold damage. 46 damage? <laughs> so nine cold damage. Yeah, you uh, cast this hailstorm on this metal automaton, and as your hail pelts against its skin, it doesn't do as much bludgeoning damage, but you can tell by the cold that is, is making the terrain difficult, it's moving much slower, and you can hear like its joints creaking as it moves now. I need Sukala and Kako to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm on the ground now, too. Am I making a dexterity? Nope. No, you're like on the other side of it. Oh, that's an 11 for me. That's a 12 for Kako. As this bright light flashes, both of you are stunned by this bright light. So it's going to turn its attention back towards you, Wiz, and it's going to attempt to step on you with its giant metal foot. But as it does, it has disadvantage because it's having difficulty getting its grip on this icy patch that you have made. Oh, yay. Difficult terrain. Well, you can't get lower than a one. Um, (laughs) He slips and falls forward onto his face. And you can hear like the metal cracking and breaking as it collides with this rock hard ground and it kind of you can hear the internal machinery making a groaning sound as it attempts to pick itself up off the ground you broke it uh so that's right take that you piece of shit sukala and kako were skipped so it's back up to you wiz i'm going to run over to its face and try to rip out its eyes yeah i mean you could try because it's got a pretty big face um so you run up to its face and it's attempting to shift its weight to try and get up I'm going to um, use, like, my, my storm staff and try to, like, pry open some, like, metal armor, like, on its face so that it can reach in and grab the eyes. You create, like, a wedge to try and yeah, pop out like these leverage. eyes. As you pop it out, it's just, like, a lens in front of it. It appears that deeper inside the creature is the actual gemstones that are creating the effect. Okay. Do I pop off, like, enough armor that, like, I could 
get inside reasonably. You pop off like the lenses so you could like stick your hand in. Yeah. Reasonably. I want, okay, I'll grab I'll stick my hand in and try to like grab the eye. Make a strength check for me. Why? <laughs> Do it. You know I won't though. Do it for the children. That's a four. But the children. You reach in and, and you, you grasp one of these crystals that are inside. And as you do, you can feel it kind of like spinning as if this crystal itself is powering this machine. And as you reach to grab it, you're not able to get a good grip on this spinning crystal. Okay. And with your arm inside of this creature, <laughs> it pulls itself off the ground and you are like barely holding on. I need you to make another strength saving throw. No. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you lose your grip and, and you fall uh, just a short distance to the ground and, and land oh, okay. uh, on your backside uh, as it lifts itself up and it's like staring you down as it holds itself up and you can see its lights charge up. Hey man, um, I'm going to try to like preemptively like roll out of the way since I'm on the ground right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and as you roll, he slams one of his paws down into the ground. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, with advantage. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame you for trying. Ten. You roll out of the way of this pause. It slams to the ground, leaving a small crater uh, under where its fist landed. And Sukala, you're up. This creature is like down on all fours now, uh, trying to crush Wiz beneath its fists. All right, well, I'm just going to cast Witch Bolt then. Uh, it's a beam of crackling blue energy. It's not lightning. Energy. Shit, it is lightning. Fuck. I skipped my turn. No, wait. I'm just going to run over and pull the fucking axe out. Yeah, you climb onto the top of this. Uh, <laughs> I want to die. You climb onto the top of this creature uh, who is now like on his belly trying to attack Wiz. And you see this axe protruding out of its back. And you go and you grab it and make a strength check for me. 15. As you pull the axe out of the back of this automaton, sparks and lightning shoot out of the back of the creature. And as you uh, hold this axe over you, it begins to move faster and more frantically as if it's overloading with energy. Uh, I'm going to grab Wiz and run. I let myself be grabbed. Uh, yeah, Kako, you're up. Uh, how high is its face off the ground? 20 feet. 20 feet. All right. Uh, can I cast jump on myself and then jump at its eye? Yeah, if you want to, you can do that. Okay. I'm going to cast jump on myself, and I'm going to fucking leap into this bear's eye and then just start smashing everything inside and try and grab I mean, you want to be careful. You need the crystal. Okay. I'm going to cast jump, leap into its eyeball, or its mm -hmm. eye socket, and then try and rip the crystal out. Uh, yeah, you jump up into the eye of this creature, and Wiz has already made it pretty easy to get your arm inside as he is broken the the lenses that focus these crystals and you grab at the the crystal inside and it, it's rotating in your hand as you attempt to get a grip on it i need you to make a strength saving throw 17 you are able to slightly dislodge this eye and as you do like it starts to like twitch and erratically move but it hasn't come free yet Shit. And as you are being pulled by Sukala, this creature lifts both of its arms into the air and goes to slam them down on the both of you. We dodge? And as it's holding its arms above you, everything goes dark as you hear a thud. And then standing in front of you is Tuck. And he is holding <gasps> back the arms of the, the bear. And he says, Yeah! Tuck, hold up, bargain. Tuck, bring friend. Yeah. And an army 
of goblins swarm <laughs> onto this creature, covering every inch of it as bits of metal come flying off. And before long, this creature is nothing but a pile of metal and junk. God a vague exoskeleton of what it was before. Oh my god. Tuck. Hell yeah, man. And as the crowned goblin king stands in front of you, he says, you help Tuck. Tuck, help you. Your majesty. Uh, and you see his green cheeks kind of grow flush as you call him your majesty uh, because he, he just loves being adored by his followers. Oh, yeah, man. I curtsy to Tuck. Tuck, glad you okay. Tuck, glad all of you. Where is, where is scrawny human? Oh, he's not okay. No, he is, no. he's hurt. Tuck, Can pour you- one out for homie. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Tuck, he, we can make him better. We need the crystals that were in the eyes. Did your, do your goblins have them? We need them. He claps his hands together, and as he does, the other goblins kind of, like, flinch and, like, look around, and, and he has their full attention. Friend, need, crystal. Tuck, no, you have crystal. You give crystal. Shiny belong to friend. And a couple goblins kind of sheepishly step forward, holding two different crystals in their hands. One that is blue and one that is orange. Hey, we better be, uh, we better play it safe and stick them both. Yeah, we need both crystals to make him better. You heard, friends. Give, give both crystals. Thank you, your majesty, for coming to our rescue. I'm willing to bet in my component pouch I have, like, probably tiny crystal shards. What about quartz? Yeah, probably quartz. Yeah, you, you hand them a, a couple bits and bobs from your component kit, and they eh, Grab it and hold it close to their chest before they <laughs> join the rest of the goblin army. Tuck, take back old cave. Tuck, build best goblin army ever. You need Tuck, you call for Tuck. Two two quick things, your eminence. Um, firstly, uh, some number of our group are currently in your cave at the moment. Friend of you is friend of Tuck. Yes, the people in the cave, please don't kill. No, Tuck no kill friend of friend. Great. So, second thing, some, uh, what is the word? Fuck faces called, <laughs> uh, uh, evil, wicked people into, into the forest. We're going to kill everybody. If you could keep an eye out for them and then maybe kill one or two of them. Tuck, kill anyone who walk in forest. Okay. Tuck, got it. Okay. Usually they're wearing, like, long cloaks. They look like old, slimy men. Yes. They, they they stick nose out at everybody and are rude. Who are you talking about? Are you guys talking about the church or are you talking the about the Inquisition? People. Both. Both, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know the church people wore like cloaks, but... Yes. Tuck kill anyone threatening friends. Just be safe. They are quite dangerous. Tuck is quite dangerous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Tuck. <laughs> we all clap. Giant he flexes. Players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your majesty. I, I hug Tuck. I'm getting better at this hugging thing. Tuck is not sure how to accept this this hug. It's okay. Learn with me. <laughs> Just let it happen. Tuck squeezes back, um, but probably a little too hard. Make a constitution <laughs> saving throw for me. Ew. 20. Uh, yeah, you hear a pop as he hugs you, but it's a good pop. You feel more relaxed from Straighten this hug. back out. Tuck uh, bids you adieu, and him and his goblin army retreat into the woods. I'm sorry. Tuck, you know French? Tuck, no... 
speak French. Tuck speak goblin. Tuck speak common. Where are we going from here, guys? To Please. Isaac. We'll, well we're going back to Phineas. Okay, so, so we're, and then we're gonna bring Isaac to him. The three of you, with crystals in hand, head back towards the direction of Phineas and Weir's lab. And as you guys get closer, you can see the statue of Isaac waiting for you to return. And you bring these crystals inside to Phineas. Mm-hmm.